Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Most leaders I know have come to justify and glorify five things. These five glorifications undermined our ability to stand fully in our purpose as leaders. They undermined our ability to grow our profits. They destroy our relationships and demolish our teams. (laughs) I, I was a five glorification master. And most leaders I know learn the glorifications through our leadership role models. Hey friend, that brief expert, expert comes from my book, From Empty to Overflow. And I just got off a mentoring call with a, with a young leader who told me that he is working 16 hours a day, six days a week. It really disrupted me because I too was one of those people. And I'll tell you the dark circles under his eyes and just his sort of low energy said to me that he is a, he is a glorification master, one of the five glorifications. And so you might be asking, what are the five glorifications that are really disrupting and destroying leaders? Well, the first one is sacrifice. And well, actually, I'm just going to go through the five and then I'll explain them. Sacrifice, excessive hours, illness, 24-hour accessibility, and exhaustion. Those are the five things that we glorify in leadership. Now, these are not the five things that um, that we should be glorifying. I'm just saying these are the five things that we tend to glorify. So what is sacrifice? Well, first is, you know, in leaders, as you move into your leadership role, people tell you to sacrifice. You have to sacrifice certain things in order to get ahead, right? The pursuit of title, money, whatever, means that you have to sacrifice. And it usually means you sacrifice yourself, your friends, your family. Um, sometimes for some people, you sacrifice your, your moral compass, your ethics, in order to get ahead. Um, but this also was reinforced to me that sacrifice as leaders was reinforced to me when I served in the United States Marine Corps. And so sacrifice is one of the things that we glorify. And why do I call it a glorification? Because sometimes we wear it as a badge of honor that we've sacrificed so much to get ahead, to be where we are. And we tell people that. And people are like, oh my gosh. But here's something about sacrifice. I'm not sure that the word sacrifice applies today in 2023 as much as it did in 1940, 50, 1930s. It's a completely different time. If you're sacrificing now, Um, you're sacrificing time with your family, time with yourself, time with your friends. Uh, the, the sacrifice I'm not sure meets the current context that we are in today. The second glorification is excessive, excessive hours. So 
Have you ever heard someone say, oh my gosh, man, I just, I'm putting in an all-nighter tonight to get this project done and get it over the line. I got to get this thing done, so I'm going to be doing an all-nighter. And we stand around people who do that, and we're like, wow, they did an all-nighter. Or maybe you've heard those people that have done two all-nighters or three all-nighters to get that project done. So that superhuman effort, that superhero kind of complex actually means that we glorify excessive hours. So like the young man that I just spoke to, um, who's in a company and he's working 16 to 18 hours a day, I recognize exactly what it looked, what he looked like and what it feels like because I was that leader. That is how I led. And that's also how I had a lot of other issues that I didn't understand that I was experiencing. But excessive hours means that you are literally grinding yourself into the ground. So I write in my book, From MP to Overflow, the glorification of excessive hours led me to drive myself into the ground. I was perpetually depleted, exhausted. Our bodies are an amazing system, but our body is not a robot. To sustain optimal functioning, we need healthy eating, rest, and exercise, spiritual and relational connection. All are non-negotiable. As I glorified excessive hours, my body began to break down. Small breakdowns at first. But it was here that I began to to glorify illness, physical illness. So the third glorification is illness. How many of you have gone to work and you were sick? Like really sick, not just like a sniffle, but you were really sick. You dragged yourself in the office because people expect me to be here. I don't want to let people down. I feel bad if I don't come to work. And so you go to work because work is more significant and more important than you being healed. Or maybe it's the perception of how, air quotes, good or committed or what kinds of sacrifices you make that drives you to go to work while you're sick. But this is, this is something that when we are role modeling, because remember, the room is all about the inside job of leadership and it, how it flows to the outside world. If I am role modeling coming to work sick, guess what it means? It means every single one of my team members believes that she or he must also come to work when they're sick. In spite of how they're really feeling, they feel, ah, I got to come to work. And when we role model being sick, I'm sorry, when when we're ill and we role model that it's important to come to work and make that sacrifice, you know, because it shows you're really committed, we actually glorify physical illness and we also are glorifying a sense, an inflated sense of being invulnerable. And that's just not true. We are very vulnerable. We, we will not get out of this thing called life without having an experience called death. It's just, we're just not invulnerable. But this whole idea of being sick, going to work, um, and prioritizing work over our physical well-being really is problematic. You know, so if you see yourself, you see your body breaking down, you see you see and you know that you haven't been to a doctor's appointment, you or you you skip doctor's appointment. It's time to to do some self-examination. The other uh, glorification, the fourth glorification is 
24 hours accessibility. Now, this is even more problematic in today's society because for many of us, our cell phones now sit right by our bedside, uh, sometimes along with our laptops or our iPads, whatever, whatever ways we get information and communication. And we have glorified being accessible. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, call me anytime. Call me 24 hours. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, if you really think about it, that's just not cool. Because it means that, again, we're not operating with clear minds. So we're making decisions when we are exhausted, and that is not good. You know, there's a reason why truck drivers, airline pilots, and other people who drive long distances, uh, railroad uh, engineers, there's a reason why they can only work for eight hours and then they need to take, I think, a 10-hour rest break. There's a reason for it. It's that their decision-making becomes dramatically reduced when they're working uh, beyond eight hours a day. Same for us. Our mental, emotional bodies need rest and recuperation. So being available uh, 24 hours a day is, is not, it's just not wise. So I write in my book, 24 hour accessibility is ridiculous. Imagine how demoralizing it is to your team to always feel like they're not doing enough, that they must choose between enjoying life, contributing at a high level, or looking for another job. The glorification of accessibility undermines our team from adding tremendous value to the important people in their lives and still making the mission happen. The glorification of being accessible keeps us in the glorification of exhaustion. And that's the last glorification I want to talk about, is being exhausted. I would work so many hours. So I would there'd be the 16 to 18 hours that I would work at work, and then I would come home. I routinely started drinking, so I was drinking when I was working these, these kind of hours. I would drink um, a glass or so of wine, and then I would go back to work. And sometimes I would work until midnight, and then I might go to sleep uh, for a little while until I woke up in a panic that something hadn't been done. And I was operating, I was leading at a very high level, had 65 staff, had a lot going on. However, I was always exhausted. And the thing was is that I thought nothing of sending emails at 2 in the morning to my staff or to other people in the community. And I would have people come back like, oh my gosh, Jenny, you were up at two in the morning sending emails. And I kind of took that as like, yeah, I'm great. I'm out there working hard, working all night long. But then what I began to realize later is that it wasn't actually something people thought was cool. They thought that I was crazy. And it made people really, really, really look at me um, in, a, in, a, in an awkward way. But it also sent a message to my team that I had to be, they had to be on and being willing to do that same level of sacrifice, be exhausted in the same manner in order to be valued at work. And what I've learned is that when we glorify exhaustion, we're trying to show people that we've got it together, that we're strong and robust, that we're invincible. All of this is just a fabrication. So I want you to take, a, take stock Leadership is an inside job. If you are glorifying the grind, oh, you know, I'm going to grind. Understand what grinding is. 
Grinding is when you have a stone, a flat circular stone, and you put grain on it, usually corn, wheat, and then another stone comes on top of it and basically compresses the corn between these two big millstones. And then uh, some contraption starts to turn those stones. And the corn, which is, you know, hard, it begins to be ground into dust, (laughs) into flour. That's what we glorify when we say, I'm in the grind, I'm doing my grind, I'm doing my thing. And so I want you to take a moment and I want you to think about these five glorifications. And I want you to identify where you are glorifying either for yourself or members of your team. Are you glorifying them sacrificing their weekend to come into work? Now, yeah, sometimes things happen, maybe once, but if they're doing it every weekend, there's a problem. Or if you're doing it every weekend, there's a problem. If you're glorifying people that come to work sick, stop it. The body gets sick sometimes because the body needs rest. It needs to heal. And sometimes when we don't have the good sense to go sit down on our own, our body will make us sit down. That's how, that's how it is because the body is really protecting us sometimes against our own, our own minds. If you are glorifying being exhausted, working until one or two in the morning and then going to work and drinking a lot of coffee or taking, uh, what is it, five-hour energy drinks or whatever in order to keep yourself up or worse, if you're using drugs or other, or other substances to keep yourself up at work, really look at that. You are enough. You are enough. And we've got to start to normalize that technology has created infinitely more information that we have to sort through. But technology also has made and can make our work, our jobs, infinitely easier. So if any of these glorifications, if you recognize yourself in any of them, commit to doing one thing different. Commit to stop doing one of these things and commit to start doing something else. For example, commit to turning off your phone and leaving it in another room so you can get a full eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. It's really important. It's important to your decision-making. It's important to your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual and emotional health. It is also infinitely important to your family and to your team members. So I hope you found something valuable in this. If you want to read my book, From Empty to Overflow, it's on Amazon. It was a bestseller both international and domestic bestseller. Um, And it just chronicles, it's a short read, it'll take you an hour and a half to read it, but it chronicles my experience leading at a high level and glorifying those five things that I call the five glorifications that really undid me. And so uh, pick up the the book if you get a chance. Um, But if you found something value in this podcast, please share it with a friend um, and make sure you subscribe and like whatever you, wherever you listen to podcasts, but share the podcast with a friend. Uh, We need more, more leaders who are leading well, leading happy and leading healthy and whole. Thanks a bunch for listening. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. 
And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.